0: Deadpool 2 is a sequel to the original Deadpool, which is now the highest-grossing R-rated movie of all time. But does this one live up to the newly-founded legacy of R-rated Marvel movies? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is PopStorm. Welcome to Pulse Gormy Entertainment Mover Review Podcast and today we're talking about Deadpool 2. I'm always Mike. And I'm always Darren. And we're always coming back from hiatuses. <laughs> we are! There's a lot in game. I mean, we've not even put up the episodes that say we were coming back from a hiatus. I know, And I know. now, in between recording sessions, we are coming back from another hiatus. Well, you know, I'm trying to move house and you're looking at houses and it's all just up in the air, Michael. It's It's really annoying. When we actually... When one of us has finally moved, yeah. we'll actually have a permanent base of operations and this will be more frequent. It's just we don't have that kind I've of I've got a hell
1: of a shed coming in my life, Michael. Oh, a hell of a shed. The, the foul-ent bunker. I'm looking oh, forward to God. it. Oh, God. You know we're going to have a massive poster of Stanley on the wall somewhere. Oh, we're going to have Um It has to happen. Um, See, so yeah, apologies, but um, we're recording three episodes today that hopefully gets us back up to speed. Yeah. I mean, we've also got Jurassic World and E3 coming soon,
0: so <laughs> it's uh, it's it's not looking good for us, Darren. No, it's um, not. But that doesn't mean that there won't be any content because we'll finally get it up. It's just that it's not going to be in the order I think we're going to intend to because a lot's happened and we're trying to get them in the most relevant order. So we're going to see what's going to happen. At any point, there could be this review, the Ready Player One review. I think we can hold that off for the DVD release. That's fair. Because there's, there's no
1: point releasing into No Man's Land. Ooh, pardon me. Pardon you. There's no point releasing into No Man's Land.
0: So we can just wait. Until the DVD release. Either way, there's a bunch of stuff that's happened in the past couple of weeks. We're going to try and play catch-up and we'll get these episodes out to you as soon as we can in the best possible order. But hang tight. It might be, you know, edit a sequence and we'll edit it as accordingly. Anyway, continuity is a thing that the X-Men franchise, much like us, has had a lot of trouble with. Well done, Michael. That was a segue, wasn't it? Beautiful. and Deadpool was a movie that kind of played fast and loose with that continuity, mm-hmm. and has now created its own continuity. That it has it has a direct sequel. Yeah, it's it's something that definitely does not care about its continuity. But Deadpool but, is now a series, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's just just
1: when you thought you know, because Deadpool did have a lot of canon fodder with pointing poking fun in Fox's inability to keep consistent with their timelines, and has now. <laughs> itself messed up timelines. Yeah. Because, obviously, Deadpool wanted to keep on poking fun at it, but Fox was like, no, this made a lot of money. We need this to be part of our X-Men universe now. So, good God knows where we are and what's happening with that stuff. But I don't
0: think it matters. It matters to the X-Men movies
1: mm. more than it does Deadpool too.
0: Yeah, I think, really, and the, the original Deadpool was very much lightning in a bottle, is that it, could, it just worked... For the time it was released and Deadpool 2 tries to recapture that uh, to varying degrees of success which we're going to talk about um but Darren I think on the whole this is a successful sequel it is
1: it's well I mean monetarily wise it's now the highest grossing R-rated movie ever
0: no no you're thinking of the original oh I thought Deadpool 2 was now the mm-hmm. original well we is don't it? know we have another domestic uh, numbers for that yeah it may very well take over I imagine it will right um but yeah, at the minute it is, I would say, a successful sequel that manages to get a lot of the humour, the same if not better, but does falter in other areas. I'd
1: say right off the bat, it lacks that kind of special X factor that the first ah. one had. I know, I know. <laughs> and and to draw parallels to something to do with the X factor, the TV show. Uh, oh, the first one very much felt like Rage Against the Machine for Christmas number one. It wasn't meant to happen. People didn't want it to happen. People in Fox were like, no, nah, I don't think it can work. And then through sheer force of will, it happened and <laughs> it was fantastic. And that might have over... That might have given it a bit more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sympathy. the From rose-tinted glasses from people watching it because they were just so happy it did happen. We may be a bit more blind to its flaws. Now that's kind of wore off and it's a franchise now. I don't think people have as much willingness to overlook the, the the small but noticeable problems with this movie.
0: Yeah, I I think it's, it's very much like a law of diminishing returns, isn't it? We expected very little from a Deadpool movie from Fox. It then became a fantastic movie, one of the best, mm-hmm. and now we're expecting a sequel of that calibre, and therefore, even if it just hits that mark, it doesn't feel enough. Yeah, and I, I will say, I don't think
1: it was as funny as the first one, but I lay none of that blame at Ryan Reynolds' door. No. He's very good in
0: this. Ryan Reynolds is the, even if everything went wrong, he would be the linchpin that held this entire thing together. Yeah, because you're still happy to be on an adventure with Deadpool at the end of the day. Um,
1: I think what was smart about this, that they added, that I think the, the first one touched on in, in one or two scenes but didn't really go all in, was that he's actually quite
0: sad. Yeah, I <laughs> I forced my girlfriend through the first movie who then refused to watch the second movie because the first one was too depressing, apparently. And I was like, come on, it's not that depressing. It's just about a guy who gets cancer and then his girlfriend leaves him and then he's tortured. Oh, oh, wait, no, this is actually <laughs> yeah. horribly tragic. And and Deadpool 2 doubles down on the tragedy in the first half hour. Yeah. And it, I don't know, I, I I had bad feelings from that first half an hour. I thought, this is not the movie I think I wanted, although it is fairly in keeping with early Deadpool comics. I think it's
1: smart in that it makes him more than just comedy character. That's true. Which I think would eventually great. Like we've we've Captain Jack Sparrow it eventually just got like oh, enough. We're done with this. The 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 comedy's worn out. he has no real redeeming factors or any real depth to his character. I think this has actually helped Deadpool. Yeah. And I think when we get to talk out of spoilers about bit the whole arc of the movie, I think it really does anchor everything and has a very nice payoff at the end. Yeah. So yeah, everything Ryan Reynolds has
0: done in relation to his character All four. Um, And I think just as a general roundup so we can move on with it, Ryan Reynolds is still Deadpool. Like, that's all you need to say. He was Deadpool. He's still Deadpool. He's brilliant. He is. Josh Brolin... Surprisingly coming off the back of now being the most powerful and, I would say, best villain Yeah that Marvel have had to offer, and now puts yes. in a really stellar Turner's Cable. Yeah. He's a multi-talented man, and who'd have thought this from the man who was Jonah Hex?
1: I know, I know. but he's very much, you know, um, sought salvation in superhero movies. He's yeah. come back, he's redeemed himself, um, and he's now the summer MVP, weirdly. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> who a bit would weird. have thought a few years ago that Josh Brolin would be in the two <laughs> highest-grossing <laughs> movies of the year? It's, very odd. It's a strange timeline we live in. It, it is. Yeah. Um, very good. I liked it. He um, does the business, for the most part. He kind of... He has to play the straight man, but that's what Cable does. Mm. But I don't think he's like a stick in the mud, necessarily.
0: It's definitely not as as binary as it is in the comics, where that's the point. It's yeah. supposed to be the Cable's on a serious mission, and Deadpool is there to make it not serious. Yeah. With this one, they, they've, they went bold, and they pitted them against each other, rather than having them work together. Mm. At least for the majority yeah. of the movie to give some minor spoiler. Um, but I think most people could see that coming. And either way, it's it's a really good dynamic that Josh Brolin and, uh, and Ryan Reynolds have. I think you can tell that they had genuine chemistry on set. They're probably yeah. very, very good friends because they pull off a lot of good comedy together. All the interviews I've seen
1: of them on the press tour was were very fun. You can tell they both quite admire each other. Amazing. Um, and I think, again, it's another good move for longevity for the Deadpool franchise in that he he adds another layer that isn't just straight comedy like the first one had. I know he did have those scenes of the torturing and da-la-la, but him being able to add some seriousness and some stakes to the story, mm. again, I think he's just going to help us in the long run, that we don't just have to keep telling comedy stories. That's Because, I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy wouldn't be the big franchise if, if it was just comedy. That's true. It can also rely on, you know, actually having good emotional weight. And I don't think that's what Deadpool needs, but having... Something serious and something meaty
0: to get into helps long run. Plus, he just looked cool and had cool powers. It's a very good cable design. Obviously, not as beefy as he is in the comic books, no. but then again, not everybody draws people that look like feet, no. like no. Rob Lightfeld does, well, this, who ironically can't draw feet, no. which is a joke they make in the movie. This is the thing about it, right?
1: I, I can understand if he was like just run the cast. So, like for example, when they cast. What's his face to play Venom in Spider-Man 3. Tova Grace. Yeah. Didn't look the part. Little stringy dude. He can't be Venom. No one can convince me that Josh Brolin punching me in the face isn't going to fucking hurt. Right? So <laughs> he got cut to shit. Oh, if he yeah. some just like tall rangy dude, like the bloke who plays Chewbacca, if you just him because they wanted an eight foot tall guy, he wouldn't look the part. He can't hurt me. Yeah, Josh Brolin looks the part. He would yeah. shatter your jaw if he punched you in the face. 100%.
0: So we good. We're good. Um, Zazzy beats. As, Hell of a name. Uh yeah, Zazi or Zazzy. I'm sure I think it's Zazy. Very Zazzy. Zazi name with Zazzy bits. Um which is, would also be a great name for a musical artist, right? Sure, that's it would. not just me. It would. Um anyway, she's Domino. Mm-hmm. Um somewhat a controversial casting when it happened, because the traditional um image of Domino from the comic books is a completely Sort of like very white to grey, pale-skinned woman with a yeah. dark spot over her eye. They flipped that and got a dark-skinned woman to have a white spot over her mm-hmm. eye. And, yeah, I mean, that's neither here nor there. What is important is that she's really good as Domino. Yeah. Very, very good. Very cinematic. Yay. I like it. No, she's really good. And I think they. she does a really good job of... I, I think it's something that they actually don't do as well in the comics. That she's pretty much happy-go-lucky due to a power set. Mm-hmm. She's not as reliant on using it as a weapon she's just kind of like i'm just gonna go with the flow because i've got a power that allows me to go with yeah. the flow which is kind of amazing for someone who could have felt tacked on mm. as a bit of a token female character
1: uh, i think they managed to circumnavigate that by giving her some she's she's quite funny she's very entertaining. like i said her powers are very fun to watch they've given her a lot of tools that means she doesn't just feel like a tacked-on person ruining the Cable and Deadpool movie. That's
0: true. So that's good. She's also the centrepiece of, I think, the best directed moment of the of the movie, which is kind of like a, a long tracking shot of her showing exactly how her powers yeah. work. Despite all the other action, which is fantastic, by the way, because this is directed by David Leitch, who is one of the directors of the John Wick movies, mm-hmm. so it kind of shows that the action is better than Deadpool 1. Um no, I think it is. I think it's more cinematic. Yay. you got to think about it. The action in Deadpool 1 was... was small scale. Very small scale. It yeah. was limited to one fight on a on a freeway and another fight in a junkyard. And mm-hmm. that, was, that was it. Yeah. With this one, you've got a lot more going on. There's the opening montage of fights, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. With a lot of panning shots, which I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. you got the fight on the trailer with our titular characters. And then the fight at the end, which we can't talk about yet. Yeah. So there's a lot more going on in this film. It's a lot better directed and Zazie Beats does a really good job of kind of like, I don't know, she's got a a good physicality to Domino that I think we don't get from other characters. There's just, there's something just alluring about her. Yeah. Can I go into pick corner? Off you go. She's really fit as well. She's that too. Okay, out pick corner. A whole lot of
1: good looking (laughs) people in this movie. Yeah. I must say, didn't like Julian Dennison.
0: Did you not? Did not like him. Thought he was very wooden. The um the guy who was Firefist. yes yeah because he's in Hunt for the World of People where where he's his kind of acting works better right because it's because it's a Taika Waititi movie and it, it is a bit more offbeat and zany and, yeah and that kind of what has now become synonymous with New Zealand for some reason yeah you know uh, it is strange but it works and that's what worked in Thor Ragnarok here I think you're right he just comes off as an annoying prick. And that he's not an endearing character. No. By the end of the movie, yes, he's not supposed to be. But you spend a good chunk of this movie where you're following his misadventures as yeah. such. And none of it's interesting. And none of it is even remotely fun to watch. Thank God, cable comes in during that prison scene to actually alleviate us from the fucking prison drama bullshit. Yeah, I know. He wasn't funny.
1: I've already had a lot of dud deliveries mm. in there that just weren't working. I understand why they cast him. I think it was a smart choice on, on their part. It, I don't think it worked. No,
0: I don't think it worked either. It's just... It comes off as as a little kid trying to act like a villain as opposed to a little kid that, you know, has villainous tendencies. Yeah. It's not a good performance. It's overacting. I think that's yeah. the problem. It's, it's totally removed from what he was able to do in his past movies. And here, I don't think he was given the space and the direction to... To even embody even a single element of, of what his character is supposed to be based on no whereas the you know cable and Domino and other members of the cast which we'll talk about in a minute did get the chance to do that and were clearly the focus so you know
1: this way it comes on to the other bits of the cast and I feel like we have to wait for spoilers to really talk about x-force yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold them off and x-men and an unannounced bad guy that we got yeah um and just say so that Overall,
0: I mean, unless you've got any other character things you want to talk about, um, Colossus is back. Oh, yeah, of course he is. Uh, Stefan Kapitich, I think, is his name. Go for it. Um Who's still really good? It's the same guy from Deadpool One. Yep. Obviously, it's like a mocap slash CG voice performance. And I, I still love Colossus, and I'm glad that he's actually getting some time in the spotlight, as opposed to like a third tier character in an X Men movie. Yeah, he's now kind of like one of the titular allies of Deadpool. He is, and it works so well because they quite clearly hate each other. Yeah, and that's really really funny. A lot of the comedic moments because he's a different kind of straight man to, yeah. to what you get in Cable. Cable, it's very much grim and gritty straight man, whereas Colossus is trying to be the hero and he's just being undercut by the actions of literally every. Everybody else on yeah. screen—it's kind of a beautiful thing. He's giving it a go. Uh, Negasonic teenage warhead also back, also back. Still fun, still great, but in like two scenes, if that—it's—it's it's not a lot. I—I I imagine that Brianna Hildebrand's sort of you know image has taken off. I imagine she'll be snapping up movie deals left, right, and yeah. centre because she's brilliant. Mm. But I wanted her as Negasonic. Yeah, I wanted more Negasonic. You don't really see her get to go all out on anything I think she uses a powers once and I'm sorry to, if that's a spoiler to anybody but she's not a main part of the film I think the same can be said for Yukio as well I don't think she
1: really uses it sort of that's, one or two scenes I think that's more a setup for a future movie but, yeah. yeah
0: although I did enjoy um, Yuki- who yeah. plays Yukio actually yeah
1: definitely one Yukio's interactions even though it's
0: real simple of just a constant hi Yukio <laughs> hi Wade <real> <laughs> it's so good I actually can't find the name of the girl who plays Yukio, but she is very, very good. And I did like her. Well done. Um, I'll just wrap up.
1: And just say, I, I just came away feeling, I don't know if it was just me. I admit it when I went to the show and I was a little bit tired. So I don't know if it was that, but it was a big theatre. So it was
0: good set up for laughs. Very quick interjection. Uh, Shioli Kutsuna played Yukio and she's great. Cool. It was a theatre that felt like it was going to have...
1: you know you go to a cinema and there's not a lot of people in there, the laughs don't really work? Yeah. You know they're funny jokes, but they're not like... I just came away thinking there was one or two really, really good jokes. I won't spoil them here, but there's one or two that really did get to me. Oh, the one. Sorry, just the one. We'll say the one that got me. Where it said, we're the X-Men. We're dated allegories
0: for homophobia in the 60s. I think I was the only person who laughed. Really? But I laughed a lot. Um, I, I, I did I did get a good belly laugh out of the um, the Rob Liefeld jokes because he can't draw. No, he and can't. That, and that's great.
1: And they were really throwing, but that one, I literally like, bent over double laughing and then looked back at my girlfriend going, what are you
0: laughing at? It's like, you don't <laughs> get it. Oh, it's so cutting. Um, <laughs> and and, I, I think they ruined a lot of the good gags in the trailers as well. Yeah. Like, you're so dark, you're shooting from the DC universe. That's a great line if they hadn't have ruined it. Yeah. I mean, they've mm-hmm. got to put something in the trial, I
1: suppose. I guess but so. Yeah, the uh, that's what I came out with. It was one or two big lasts but it was nowhere near as consistent as the first one. And I can think that even though they got an actor direct an action director in, I don't feel like there was a huge step up in action. I feel like there was a there was one, but considering it's a it's a John Wick
0: guy, the
1: hand to hand should have been better. I guess so, yeah. The 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 Dolly Parton sequence at the start
0: that was pretty good,
1: pretty good. But I felt like because he's he's kind of dashing in it, in its quick cuts and all that stuff. I think I would appreciate a bit a bit slower, a
0: bit more time, just one camera tracking him all the way through. I think I would have preferred that. See, that's what you got in the first movie, and and you have that sequence where he's counting the bullets, which is great. Yeah, but this I think needed to be simply different, and that's why they went with a bit more fast pace, sort of. You know, a bit more sword play as yeah. you got with Deadpool in this movie than you got in the in the first one, which is appreciated because he doesn't wear those katanas for nothing. Yeah. No. Um and I think certainly on the end fight, which we'll get to talk about, spoilers, I think it definitely ramps up and it becomes a lot better. One of the fights is fantastic, mm-hmm. which we can't talk about yet. No. Um but yeah, I I definitely think that David Ludge had a, a lot to step up to with a with a cornerstone R rated movie that Deadpool's now become. It's now a, yeah. it's now a flagpole. Franchise, who it's knew? an iconic movie, I'd say in the superhero genre. It is, it's because it's serviceably different. It, it's a movie that can come out within weeks of Infinity War and still perform. Yeah, because it's it's nothing like Infinity War. No, in all the best ways. However, I, I think I'm with you. I think it's just not as memorable. It's not as it doesn't feel like a breakthrough moment purely because we've already had that breakthrough moment. Yeah, and I think it needed to do. Just a, just a little bit more to be considered better. It's not... In my in my head, obviously, I know a lot of people disagree. It's not the division that makes Guardians 2 better than Guardians 1. Mm. Because Guardians 1 is a cornerstone. It was a turning point. Yes. But I think Guardians 2 expanded on almost every aspect. This only chooses to... to it, it sort of funnels it into, we're going to have quicker jokes. We're going to have bigger action. And we're going to have new characters. And then everything else is just kind of like... We joked about the X-Men being at arm's length. Yeah. They're quite a bit closer
1: now. Yeah. And stuff like that, but you're right. I know you can't call something iconic straight away, even though Deadpool went on to be that. I can tell you right now, no one's going to remember this movie as fondly as they remember the first one. That's true. And that's, again, not to say it's a bad movie. In terms of recommendations, do go and see if you enjoyed the first one. It's basically more of the same.
0: Yeah, if you enjoyed one, you're going to get a lot out of two. Yeah. Definitely. But it's, it's not touching Infinity War. No. No. Very few things will though, I think that's, that's the problem. A, that's a good point.
1: Um, so I'll I'll give you a quick spoiler alert now, unless you got anything else say, Megal. I think we're good. Cool. Spoiler alert. So the X Force.
0: Yep. Yeah, which is great. I I was it's equal parts, funny twist. And disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean, because they it feels like they've definitely shot an action sequence with the X Force that we didn't get. Yeah. And you said we get a it's a it's a it's a it's a bait and switch I didn't see coming. <laughs> it's a very good bait and switch. This is the kind of bait and switch that's like so noticeably different from from Ben Kingsley's Not the Mandarin. Yeah. Which is just disappointing in every regard. Yeah. This is disappointing in kind of a funny regard because it is just it's just it's just great just watching every single one of these people that have been built up just killed off yeah for no good reason
1: that's what i'm saying was like i'm i'm a bit disappointed i don't get to the timeline where i have a movie that involves deadpool cable terry cruz um bill skarsgård brad pitt
0: <laughs> yeah that was the the most confusing yeah. cameo I thought they were just going to go with that there was nobody there and it was just a whole thing. But no, they probably went for it. No, Invisible Brad Pitt. And I was so happy for <laughs> he them. He shows up for like a split ah. second whilst he's getting shocked. Did you see the Mad Diamond in this movie as well? Yes, as in, one in of the very, very heavy prosthetic. I
1: cause I noticed it was Alan Tudyk's and I was like, what is yeah. Alan Tudyk's doing here? <laughs> Alan Tudyk's. Guy. That's his name. <laughs>
0: this random Dune.
1: I was like, oh, okay, it's Mad Damon, cool. Um, really helpful in the movie connections game because now we've got Fox to uh, Marvel a lot faster. Yeah. Very good. Um, Where was I going with this? Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed I do not get to see that, but it was it was worth it, I think, for... The fun of just seeing the final destination all over the place.
0: Yeah, you do not see it coming, and it's great how it happens. It is.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, we didn't talk about Peter before the. uh oh, I'm disappointed because I I really like that character going in. I thought <laughs> yeah. he's going to be a highlight, and he doesn't really get enough time to do much. Unfortunately, he's so. just a good joke, and I think that's the problem. If they hadn't spoiled it in the trailers, I think I would have agreed with you. But yeah. because they did, I was I got my hopes so raised. <laughs> I was like. Rob Delaney's going to steal this movie, yeah. And then he just kind of doesn't because he hasn't got the time to. Where, when you're with him and he's like when well, he's on the plane before him, you make some good jokes, but <laughs> yeah, uh, oh. I'm, like, it's, I'm torn between that was quite funny and oh no, but I actually wanted to see those people. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's a weird place to be in, but it's not a bad place to be. In. No, I don't think it's a detriment. Well, I don't think it's a huge detriment to the movie anyway.
1: Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not a detriment. It's just me personally, like, oh, but I want to see Terry Crews with powers and, oh. and
0: Peter doing Peter and things Peter
1: things and
0: Phil Scarsbod being weird.
1: Yeah, that would
0: have been a cool fight, especially because like you get characters like Shatterstar in there who make no fucking sense no. in the comic books. That would have been cool for the sake. Just have a scene yeah. where he tries because he explained his backstory and then we yeah. kind of played off as like, I have no idea what you said, but that would have been fucking hysterical. It would have. Ah well. Anyway. Mm. We didn't get that. What we instead got was the complete decimation of the X Force, yeah. so that we could get the fucking juggernaut in, played by Ryan Reynolds. Bit confusing that, yeah, but not entirely unwarranted because he looks like the fucking juggernaut. I, yeah I knew
1: that, but I was, a little bit in me was like, kind of wish they got Vinny voice <laughs> or at least had a. Don't you know? Yeah, I am. <laughs> that would have been lovely. Um, yeah, I will say this: I forgot to criticize this actually. CGI, ropey in this movie. Mm. Particularly noticeable whenever Juggernaut is on screen and particularly, particularly noticeable during the Juggernaut and Cross's fight. Doesn't make it any less good, though. It's still fun. It uh, was a great fight. still fun. It's just it looked like yeah. PS3 graphics at points. And I was like,
0: Wah. yeah, Kind of feels like they, they rushed the rendering on that a little bit. A little
1: bit, yeah. He never at any point looked like he was in this movie. It was just... Oh, there's there's a Juggernaut CGI model walking past with Julian Dennison. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. And and I want to love the Juggernaut more. I really do. But uh, yeah, this wasn't
0: this wasn't for me. Yeah, it was a shame because it was a it was a great it Yeah, it's fun to see him. And I did not expect it to be. No, I thought because they did they introduced um, Black Tom Cassidy. Yeah, uh, and just kind of really threw that <laughs> character away. Unfortunately, yeah, but it was worth for the jokes. The, the, the joke, yeah, African American Tom Cassidy was like. I'm black. I'm black Tom. I'm white Wade Wilson. Yeah, genius. <laughs> and it's a shame because Jack Casey, I think, who plays him. It's a yeah. shame because I think we could have had a good tertiary villain being set up there. But yeah, I don't know. It, it already felt overblown. And he clearly... shoots
1: power through wood. It's not. He's Banshee's brother, and that's his biggest claim to fame. I
0: know, I know. Yeah. But he's a,
1: he, he's a long-standing Deadpool villain. I would have liked to have oh, seen wait, him. Oh, wait, because in... the, the cartoon that I'm the Juggernaut Beach comes from also
0: has Black Tom Cassidy in it. That would have been the connection, and we'd be named. Yes, you get it. Anyway, we didn't get that. Uh, what we did get, which was surprising, on the train of cameos, mm. was all of the current X-Men well, at, le- at least Professor X, Beast, Quicksilver, Cyclops, Storm and Nightcrawler. Yeah. Now, this is what I was saying about timelines. Yeah. There's some real fuckery going on here. So is this the 80s? Or the 90s? Or the 90s? But
1: they've got phones, Yeah. so it can't be, and they're talking about dubstep, so it's got to be now, Yeah. but they're clearly the 90s slash 80s models of all the... So this is what i mean of like yes it was funny and we should just accept it as it's just irrelevant humor he also ends up shooting Ryan Reynolds in the back of the head at some point so we should just <laughs> yeah. just take it for a pinch of salt everything that happens but if they're if they're ever going to do an X-Men Deadpool crossover it's just so goddamn confusing now.
0: yeah it's strange isn't it yeah however if you take it at face value and it's just funny it's just funny isn't it which is good which is a lot of the post credits it's just it's just fan service and funny it's one of my favorite post-credit sections <laughs> yeah. ever, where but, they where they
1: get Hugh Jackman by not having Hugh Jackman. It's I, just it's just footage of yeah, Hugh Jackman because I'm still convinced they're beholden to the contract that says Wolverine has to be in every single movie. Yeah, and they managed to get him in there with having Hugh Jackman's face stapled to Ryan Reynolds <laughs> in the first one, and this time he just turns up so they can shoot old Deadpool. <laughs> in archive footage, which was great. I know that, yeah, that was that was for the off sort of like. The shit Deadpool just getting sidelined <laughs> by real Deadpool. Boom, boom, boom. And the, you're welcome, Canada save yeah. uh, on Ryan Reynolds. But it's the first one that I'm genuinely happiest about, because it was such a joyous moment. We had the whole movie of him like going to purgatory and seeing Vanessa and having her as the stand-in for Mistress Death.
0: We didn't talk about her, actually. We didn't talk about um, Marana backerin Well, I feel like just... you can't really talk about it without spoiling the movie. Um. Yeah, so she, that's a point. So yeah. I saved her. She's still great, by the way. Yeah. I still love her. I think she's fantastic. Very good. But she did die. Yeah. And now she is undied,
1: which is great. But that's the thing. It's not like the whole... This is what I was saying about that arc that I think ties everything together. So you get off to the sad start of her dying. She becomes... She replaces Mr. Steph in the comics as, like, an obsession that he's trying to get to her so he can die. That's true. Gives us good gags all the way through. Gives us more pathos going through. Deadpool has, you know, emotions outside of, well, woo, what the That's um, true. So I really liked it. And then to have him use the time thing to go back and save her and just be so like, ah, I yeah. we can name her kid. Well, what's his, oh, what's he say? Cher. That we're going to call her kid Cher. Woo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's going <gonna, laughs> s- like, to have a name that's only one word, like Cher or Todd.
1: Yeah. <laughs> God, it made me so... Happy to see though. <laughs> yeah. It was such a joyous, happy scene he's gone back and he's saved her and everything's fine again. And we got to listen to Turn Back Time from Cher. Yeah. Which I forgot how good that song is and <laughs> yeah. added it back to Spotify <laughs> the next day. <laughs> nice. Um, which was just all manner of good. Yeah, just. I just. I didn't love it
0: so much. Stan Lee cameo was a bit. That's because it was just that. It was like. It was a Defender's level cameo, wasn't it? He was just in the background. Yeah, I know, but
1: I'm starting to get worried now, him. Like, on oh. Well, I Have mean. you seen him on Twitter recently. He got his Twitter back. Yeah, I know, what but he happen? was like, I need to get my Instagram back. Help. Yeah. Oh, no, not appeals to Twitter to help. No. Bad idea, Stan. <laughs> he's an old man who doesn't understand how the internet I know, internet works. but he's an old man. He's an old, confused man. What if he stops doing cat- He's 95, Darren. Of course he He's, oh, an he's old allowed to man. be
0: a confused old man. I get that, <laughs> but it's just. Ah. Uh, uh, you, you know that, like. As soon as like Marvel can get their hands on him again, it's like right. We need you to film ten years worth of cameos right the fuck yep. now yep. We'll, on we'll, this green screen. We'll figure out context later. Just
1: film. Just put this hat on and film. I think, um, yeah. So where was I going with this? Yeah, the, the post credit scene was great. I think I'm glad they got rid of time travel basically because the director came out and said it's not going to be a part of three. That's not where we go in. We're not going to be jumping back in time because that's always bad. Yeah. I like that they used it for cable, gave it as quickly in the post-credits scene, but then Deadpool can just get rid of it. He's got what he wanted back. He doesn't need it anymore. That's true. Did you hear about the two scenes that were planned for the movie that got cut? I heard
0: about the post-credits one that got cut. Was
1: that the Hitler one? Yes. Yeah, they wanted to do a, he goes back and shoots baby. Did you hear the other one that was rumoured? What was that? That I think would have been even better than that. Mm. They wanted Chris Evans to appear as Johnny Storm.
0: Oh, that would have been interesting. Because there's a
1: fox thing. And just have him turn up and he shoots him.
0: <laughs> okay. That
1: would have been the thing. So everyone would see seen Chris Evans and go, Oh, it's happening! Yeah. It's happening! And they just flame on your oh. arm.
0: He's <laughs> like, oh, that?
1: Oh, no. Never <laughs> cared about that for boom boom, 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 <laughs> boom. Like, Snide, Mark about Captain America jump through the board to go and shoot himself in the head. That would have been quite good.
0: That's something they didn't do a lot of. And I know clearly they put the Thanos reference in mm. for Josh Brown, but they didn't do a lot of, like... Hey, that other food movie's out at the minute. Like, Yeah, Invincible was less
1: referenced than Batman vs Superman was. Yeah. Which got the Martha call-out and, and... Oh, the Martha call-out was it good. It was good.
0: It was very good. Um, I think I'm about done. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Oh, yeah, TJ Miller's in the movie as well, which we're not... Oh, uh, if they'd actually gone
1: through with the threat to recast him with Christopher Plummer and just had him record. Because <laughs> yeah. I looked at him and thought, you could do that. Yeah. He's not in any of the outdoor scenes. He's all indoors. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you've got to do reshoots. But that would have been fucking hysterical. God, I, if, I think they'll do it for part... If
0: there's a part three of an X-Force movie and yeah. they replace him with just Christopher Plummer. I would love it if they do it and only Deadpool was acknowledging it, but not in a kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge way. He's going yeah. to turn around to everyone else like... The, no this is wrong yeah. who the fuck are you <laughs>
1: that would be great it would have been but ah uh, well I think if they had more time they would have done it but eh
0: what are you yeah. going to do Just TJ Miller's awful yeah terrible human being mm, as it turns out he is whoops anyway this movie is A-OK It's fine by me. I think it sneaks into my top five for the year so far. I think just purely because there's not much competition at the minute, because we're only halfway through the year. There's still a lot of stuff coming later in the year. Um, I don't know whether this surely is in the top five for me. I still don't think I enjoyed this as much as Ready Player One, which is saying something, I really enjoyed Ready Player One. I really enjoyed Ready
1: Player One as well. Let me look at my thing. Um... I think, yeah, I think you're right. I came away really liking everything they did in Ready Player One. You'll find out one day when we post a review. Yeah, good point. Um, um, spoiler alert, we liked it. It was good. Oh, wait, no, Ready Player One's lower. Hmm, there we go. Fair play. Um, but I, I I would recommend it. It is fun. It's just, it's not... It's another superhero movie this year that I feel like everyone came out and went, It's fucking amazing! Like with Black Panther. Me yeah. And you just thought, it's Good!
0: <laughs> it's a thumbs up, but it, that, that's all calm down now. I think like many movies I think for a lot of movies to come this year this sentence will be said a lot and it's the sentence I want to end the podcast off on. get one it's great but it's not Infinity War. It's not, though, is it? No. Ah, well. War. Plug away, Muggle. So you can go and find me on Twitter, at that Mike Owen, also on Instagram under the same name, or you can go and follow the site under the username FowlENT, that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T, on your social media of choice. Darren? You can follow me on Twitter, at theguttridge.com. Uh, and coming up,
1: we have a review of, uh, oh Christ, what are we doing? Um, Solo, a Star Wars movie. We're recording that next, so you'll hear that on our site very soon as well. We're also bringing back, got to cast them all, because there's Pokemon news in the world again. Yeah, Joy of choice. Um, and as I may have already said, coming up in the next few weeks, we're going to have a full E3 review that we're going to post this time. Thank God. Uh, and we've also got uh, Jurassic World coming, uh, Jurassic World Fallen
0: Kingdom coming very soon. Very worried, Michael. Very, (laughs) very worried. I think your reaction to that is still the funniest thing about the year. The the 2018 preview was just a, watch out, everybody, because here comes... Like, I was fucking... Uh Uh-oh. The funniest thing. Anyway, go listen to all those other stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode, whatever it is. Bye, everybody! Bye. Bye! Thank you.